When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I think I figured out this uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen video. Okay. I think that maybe somebody paid for one of those cameo videos to wish her a happy birthday. I'm just kidding. I'm making that up. I have no idea what's going on. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, What's stressing you out about the holidays today? 651-641-1071. We are but one week from the major gift-giving holiday uh, known as Christmas, a large consumer holiday. And this is a time of stress, of great stress. Um, I saw this article in the New York Post. The headline was, why nearly 80% of Americans find it hard to relax during the holiday season? And I thought, click on that. 651-641-1071. What are you stressed about right now? Um, this is based on a survey of 2,000 Americans uh, who had a lot of opinions about what was actually stressing them out like about the holiday Americans, season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Like most Americans, I'm saying we have strong opinions about Oh, things. yes. Thank you. I didn't know which part was like most Americans. But most Americans apparently are very stressed, and there's a number of different things that stress them out about the holidays. And I thought, you know, just blow it, blow off some steam right here. Blow, blow it off. Your, uh, yeah, whatever. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is? We're not going to be able to make you feel better, but sometimes just saying it out loud and naming it is fine. It's a good thing. It helps you to just move move along, yeah. right? Or or we might just tell you you're making a whole lot of not not a sun. Well, that's true because sixty seven percent of the people uh, who responded to this. Uh, poll said that they are trying to create the perfect holiday and that Oof, is what is stressful for is them. 67%. That's a recipe for disaster. No kidding. Because there's no such thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, something's going to go I wrong. Okay, can you explain this to me? Because I think you might live in this territory more okay. than I do and because I think I know you well enough and I think I know my partner well enough and he definitely lives in this territory. <sighs> What is going through your head? Okay. I'm You're, are think. you trying to be tender in the ask? Just let it out. Like, what is... with When you, have pe- when you know you're going to have people over, uh-huh. the, the stress that occurs days before is yep. so... Like, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I get stress. Like, uh-huh. we all get stress and anxiety, and, and we all act in different ways. But when it comes specifically to having people in our house... There is this like expectation of a perfect moment yeah. that I inevitably never comes, and we laugh about it 
after the fact, but like in the lead up, I guarantee it's like clockwork. Two days before Mm -hmm. guests come, there will be marital strife. Yeah. I mean, for me, it has, because I do live in that world and like I'm starting to already feel the anxiety. Here's the thing. Um, Oh, I'm, ooh, okay. But people are having these thoughts, so. Because we all have a family member who will say something along the lines of, I just you're I just love being in your home in the, during the holidays. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And then it'll be followed up by, "Oh, what's this? Looks like somebody left this out, toy out." You know what I mean? It's like the the fact that people are coming into your home and you know they're judging you. Yeah. And so it's that like trying to which is dumb. You know, on the one hand, like I love I want to be the person who just is like, "Yeah, welcome to the you know what show." Like this we live in this house. Yeah. So things are never perfect. But I also have this memory of growing up in a house where things looked perfect. And so I think that that's a yeah. thing. Yeah. Also, I get catalogs like Pottery Barn and I can't <laughs> figure out why my life doesn't look like that. Yeah. That's what I want. I want the catalog that looks like a real person's yeah. house. Like, show me what the couch is going to look like after people have so spilled basically food unrealistic on it. Sorry, expectations I'm in a place. leads to stress. Yes. I think you answered uh, my question without actually answering. Right. But okay. That's okay. Thank you for helping because I was on a whole different bent. Okay, let's go to uh, Christina. Hi, Christina. Christina, what is it that's stressing you out about the holidays right now? Okay, so first of all, I can completely relate to the growing up in a house that looks perfect all the time. Yes. And to piggyback, to add to that, it's having to maintain all of those same traditions, like all of the different cookies. Oh, let's make Lexa, because that only takes five hours. Right. Or, you know, all of that other stuff where it's like, okay, I love those traditions going growing up, but at the same time, I cannot maintain all of them. You know what, Christina? I, I don't know if you're feeling, because I just had to make a decision. I was trying to squeeze making krumkaka into the mac into the mix <laughs> and i was like no that krumkaka no but but that's a process you no, have to make each one by itself what you're saying is pick your battles and i just decided you know what yes no i'm the only one that gets too ex- very excited about the krumkaka we're not gonna have krumkaka this year and if somebody wants to at me about it good luck to you yeah that's then, where i'm at cause... then you make the yeah. krumkaka <laughs> Yeah, you want it so dang bad, you make your own dang Swedish meatballs. There you uh-huh. go, yeah. Christina. Just go to IKEA yeah. and throw those in a crock pot. You're fine. You're good. <laughs> Thanks, Christina. Have a good have a good uh, no, rest I, of the stressful week. I, I think that's helpful though because there are things you have to ask yourself. Like, who is the thing for? Does the person actually want it? Is this realistic? And make your choices. Some things are worth it, right? right? Like maybe the cream caca is the thing because it's the one thing that reminds everyone of grandma or something. But not at the expense of, like, you know, making your sure sanity? there's a turkey and or your sanity. Yes. Right. I'm just saying, like, there are some times, because Jamie will be very good at this when it's not his side of the fence, where he'll say, don't overcomplicate it, just do this. And I'm like, oh, thank you for the permission, because I wouldn't have given myself that permission. Yeah. Because I thought I had to do both. Um, and sometimes, you know, somebody else can help you see that in a way you can't see it for yourself. I think some of the stress of this holiday, and this is sounds ridiculous because we keep on going back to this well, but it's true. We just had Thanksgiving. We just got through the stress of Thanksgiving, yeah. right? And you just got through the stress of having your family because it's closer this year. Yeah. And so now it's like, oh, geez, I got to do this again. I mean, my house got messy somehow in the middle of all of that. So I got to clean it all over again. 
That's dumb. And then it snows. <sighs> and then you got to shovel. <sighs> Let's go to Val. Hey, Val, what is stressing you out this uh, just today about the holidays? Hi, Val. She's so stressed. Hello. She talk. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's stressing so, you out? Um, okay, where do I start? <laughs> so I have friends coming in from Germany on Christmas Eve. Holy buckets. And Yes, I know. <laughs> and I was a big dum-dum and said, why don't you just stay at my house while we're in the middle of renovations? <gasps> oh, Val. So, oh, Val. <laughs> so... I've got my god. My contractor basically just lives here, and I was like, "Just finish it, please. I will pay you whatever you want. <laughs> just oh. finish the house." <laughs> That's so you Murphy Brown of you. Like he's just there all the time. Yeah. It's like the painter Val. You know, thank you for your call. Best of Good luck, luck to, to you. you. I would, um, I would take a peek at or the best westerns or... and you know see what's available. You know. Super eight, just show them the best of Minnesota. I mean, I feel like we could maybe you know Super maybe an embassy eight. suites. All right, you know what? We're just going to stay with this because people are apparently stressed enough. They keep Y'all calling six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is stressing you out about the holiday? We're going to talk to you after this on my talk one zero seven. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one zero seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. You know, the holidays are stressful. That's just the way it is. Uh, for me, what's stressing me out is the fact that all the purchases have not been made. All the gifts have not been bought in. And so um, I'm a little bit nervous because I do a lot of online shopping and we are cutting it a little too close. Yeah. I'm stressed out. What's stressing you out? 651-641-1071. Shall we go back to the phones? Carrie's on the line. Hi, Carrie. Blow off that steam. Carrie, what's stressing you out about the holidays? Hey, yeah. I mean, I think every year at the end of Christmas or the end of the holidays, I say to myself, next year I'm going to be more organized. Right. (laughs) Get stuff together earlier. I'm going to plan ahead more. And I don't. And now, you know, it's whatever, how many days until Christmas, and I'm scrambling for everything once again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. Every year. The same old story. Yeah. I know. Carrie, I am with oh. you. I understand. But, you know, here's the, the Virtual lesson. Virtual hug. The lesson yeah. in that, right, is we get through it every year. You're still here. You're True. doing it. You know, I will say, and this is not going to make anybody feel good, but this is the darn truth. The only year I was not stressed during the holidays was the year that I was... Uh, I had a, a pending birth, impending birth. I was about to have my twins. Yeah. And literally, their bo- their birthday is four days after Christmas. So I knew that year, oh, I'm not going to be able to get stuff done really close to the day. So I had started my Christmas shopping in like June yeah. of that year. And that was the best year because I, to- I had, a, I had no ahead. expectations and B, everything was way ahead. So if I could just put that in a bottle and do it the like that every thing, year. Though, I don't, don't you feel like we've gotten such a gift in the gift giving department in terms of like last minute deliveries now? Yes. Like I am a horribly, you know, uh, late gift buyer and I feel like the world has catered to me. That's true. In the last five years. That's true. Uh, let's go back to the phones because we've got Karen on the line. Hi, Karen. Karen, what's stressing Hi. you out? Well, I love all the traditions. I love the cookies, the lefsa, the tree. But people 
get organized at the cash register. Oh, oh I feel You're you right now. You're standing in line for 15 minutes, and you don't think to get your credit card, your ID. Please mm-hmm. move your cart to the right or the left. Oh gosh, that stuff drives I'm with you. me up I'm with you, Karen. a wall, you know, and Karen. It, and it 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 is a, an everyday occurrence, but especially when I've got my list. And I know exactly where I'm going to go and what I'm going to do. And I've allotted myself 30 minutes. Yep. Come on. Yes, move <laughs> it. That's all. Move it or lose That's it. Be aware of Thank your you, Karen. Yes. Thanks for taking my Thank call. you. I'm not even going to like gripe about I was at the prescription. People trying to get their holiday prescriptions. <laughs> well, y'all. Yeah, you don't want to gripe about that because we're grateful true. they're on them. I want everybody to be taking their meds. But holy bananas, the line was forever long. I was like, plan ahead with the I, there i was though so yeah. i can't really say that let's go to uh kim hi kim kim what is stressing you out kim what's stressing you out about the holidays today hi um i'm calling in a panic i have six month old twins this year oh and I'm, I'm an expert in that arena yeah i thought maybe if you had any words of advice for me i'd appreciate it i am just buried i have maybe 20 percent of my shopping done mm-hmm. and we still have bins out from decorating yeah. we aren't even finished decorating so i you guess it's not gonna get done no you're in survival <laughs> mode and you just get to do that and guess what here's the best thing about having twins is yeah. that they get to be an excuse for everything yeah use it <laughs> seriously that is true it's like a get out of everything free like you know oh, just sorry, do the shoulder I got shrug twins, twins. Because like here's even the thing. Christmas, I mean, I feel a little guilt pointing oh, no, that out. Are for you responsible for Christmas for the entire family? Well, no, okay. no, I guess not. <laughs> I feel like others can step up. You're kind of you got your hands full. Literally, it's all good. Listen, I still use twins as an excuse, and I don't even have. I can't. They're ten. <laughs> they do all of the stuff for themselves now. But I still, oh. no, I'm sorry, we got too much going on, sorry. Yeah, I don't have twins, and I use them as an excuse. Yeah, actually, Bradley uses my twins as an excuse. Kim, oh, best good. of luck to you. You got this. And just t- deep oh. breaths, and just oh focus gosh. on, I'm sorry, but focus on the joy of the season. Because I will. this is special, this is big. Take care, and it happy is. holidays to you. Thank you. And then Thank you, thanks. We'll talk to Marcy. Marcy will be the last word. Marcy, my dear, what is stressing you out about the holidays? Let it out right here. Hi, Hi Marcy. Marcy. Hello. Hello. I love you guys. Ditto. I wait to the last minute for everything. And I went and did a couple things this morning and got up to the checkout counter and found out my card was turned off. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, so I called the bank, they called Visa, and there was some bad juju on my account, so they cut off my card. Oh, no. Yeah. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So now my check card slash debit card, I have to wait five to seven days to oh, get it. That's the worst oh, that's timing so ever. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry yeah. that happened, Marcy. Now I have to figure out how much cash I need. Go to the bank, yep. get cash yep. out. Yeah. Well, if you're, you know, Marcy, th- thank you for your call, and I'm so sorry that happened. And I, what I'm hoping uh, for Marcy's sake is when she goes to the bank, sometimes they'll be able to give you a temporary debit card, and then you should be good to go. Yeah. But whoa, what a bummer. Also, good or just get a checks. bunch of ones and then be like, you know, yeah, roll around in them. I mean, you could like just make it a fun moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have nothing okay. to give. I'm just like, that is no fun. That is not fun. No. I do not envy her at all. It uh-huh. is a terrible time for that to happen. Oofta. All right. Uh, when we, see, my Norwegian comes out when I'm stressed for Oof-da. people. Oh, oofta. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags and we're going to call them that after this on My Talk 1071. Goodness, so cold. a little indigestion over there from Bradley Trainer on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And, um, what's up? We have some celebrities behaving badly that we have to talk about. Okay. And, uh, we call them a name. That name is Dieberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your bag of D? Jada Pinkett Smith. Again? What's she doing? Um, it's, She's been on a you kick know what? lately. This is the thing, though. It is always the same theme. That I just want everybody to know that. It never strays from the theme. Jada, you do not need to share everything. Everything is not meant to be shared. Specifically, in the latest edition of their Facebook Watch show yeah red table talk uh it by the way began streaming on monday they staged an intervention for their 21 year old son uh jaden smith why you ask why thank you thank you for asking (laughs) uh out of an abundance of concern for his restrictive diet okay so he's a vegan he's a pretty strict vegan and they decided that the best time for them to have a conversation about him and his body mm-hmm. and his health mm-hmm. was in front of cameras oh, yeah. for their Facebook watch series. Totally normal. I think this is horrible. Well, one of two things. If it's real, then yes, it's horrible. If it's like trumped up in some way, then it's just shame, shameless full. I think it's both a little bit. Shameful. Right. So um, apparently they'd had some, you know, people had been noticing that Jaden is a little bit on the thin side for yeah. his physique and for his age. And uh, so they invited a medical professional on Dr. Mike. And this is his last name. 
Hyman, uh, who cleared up some things about Jaden's health. He did explain that Jaden does have some nutritional deficiencies. Again, I don't need to know this about Jaden. This Why? is a family issue. Yeah, what is... Okay. Anyway, go on. But that, but that the reason that he has these deficiencies is because he has a sensitive stomach. Okay. It's not because of his veganism, and uh, he needs. Doctor Hyman said you need to fix your stomach, then your diet will expand, and then uh, you can take a few supplements, and you're going to be back to normal. You're going to rock it. Okay. This so it was like a health checkup on so the Red Table Talk. Awkward. Well, it's awkward for a number of reasons because I don't know what they're trying to communicate to us. What was the message of this particular moment? Because you can just see them going like, this will be a great opportunity to talk about a very important issue. You know, that's what they do is they use their family as sort of like a, you know, to illustrate things that are important or going on in society at the moment. Right. Or at least that's the excuse that they make. Right. Yeah. So but. My point is, in this case, what was the message? What was the conversation? Was the conversation about veganism? Was it about body image? Was it about disordered eating? Um, I, you know, I really, I don't actually know. It sounds like um, it was just like here's a personal story, and it's really not that much of a story because I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people have issues, and by issues I mean life. Right? I don't know, and- like. I don't, I mean, I can see how they probably did some gymnastics to justify this. Like, people are going to want to see this because if you've got somebody in your life that you're concerned about, then we can model how to have the conversation safely. And it's like, no, maybe you could do a show about how to do that safely if that's important to you. But I don't know that doing it on camera is... I mean, I suppose he's a consenting adult. You know, they yeah, all. Yeah, I'm sure were he was willing, but that's why I wonder, like, to what extent, you know, were they playing anything up to make it seem more than it really was, or is it like they're really just using this moment to, to exploit their, you know, child for the purposes of ratings, which wouldn't be the first person in the world. And in fact, they would join a long list of people that currently use their lives as fodder for television programming. They're just so strange, and I can't get behind these red table talks. Because yeah. nine times out of ten, I feel like I should not be there for this discussion. Well, it is interesting. I think that there is an audience for it, obviously, because there's, you know, continues to be a thing. So clearly, somebody's watching. I just think that we've, you know, a certain segment of the world has like moved past that kind of conversation mm-hmm. because it just seems like. It just, I don't know, there's something too personal about it in a way that's not helpful. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. I don't like like it. I think people sharing their own experience is a great thing, but I think at the expense of, like, the person that's, you know, that's dangerous. Yeah. I just, it, uh, it didn't leave a good taste in my mouth. Red, tasteless talks. Exactly. All right. Who's um, your D-bag? My D-bag is Adam Driver. Oh, my gosh. I think we both have big feelings about well, this. Well, that makes me happy because it means I'm not alone, and I don't know why that matters, but for the purpose of this conversation, it does. Uh, Adam Driver, of course, we all are paying attention to Adam Driver because he is an actor, um, and he's in uh, Marriage Story, and he's in, I'm assuming he's in the new Star Wars movie. He's Kylo Ren. He's everywhere. Uh, and he sat down to talk to Terry Gross for Fresh Air, and mm-hmm. I'm telling you, my favorite interview show of all time is Fresh Air because Terry Gross is just like the easiest person to talk to. 
Like she literally can talk to anybody, even if they're not don't share the same worldview as her. Like it is not hard to have a conversation with Terry Gross unless you're not there. To have the conversation. Which is what happened with Adam Driver. He walked out of his interview with Terry Gross over a clip that she played from the movie that he is there to promote. I can't. Called Marriage Story. Um, So according to the people that were there, Adam Driver walked out of an interview. And this all took place earlier this month. We're just now finding out about it because the interview was supposed to air. And and Terry was like, I'm sorry. I I know we told you we were going to air this this interview, but we weren't able to do so. Now we're learning why. And according to sources over at um, NPR earlier this month, um, he, while talking to Terry Gross, said that he uh, he expressed displeasure at the idea of listening to a clip of himself singing Being Alive from the musical Company. Now, you should know, and a lot of people probably know because they saw this headline, that he has in the past expressed a dislike or a displeasure or a sensitivity around listening to himself perform. Mm-hmm. That's like a thing for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what they've done and what the producers over at Fresh Air said that they did was made him aware that they were going to play some clips for the benefit of the audience, but that they encouraged him, if he didn't want to hear his voice, to take the headphones off while it played so that he didn't have to hear himself. Right. But then they would be able to continue with the interview. Yes. They gave him a heads up because, in fact, they had interviewed him previously. And he there was actually this exchange. And she, you know, rightly so, like prodded that. Like, because, mm-hmm. again, she's doing an interview. So she's got questions. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, what's all that about? And he explained a little bit. So in an abundance of sensitivity, the next time they have an interview, they give him the heads up. We're going to play some clips. If you don't want to hear him, take your headphones off. Seems like a... Listen, I mean, I have some strident views on this. Okay, such as? Your job as an actor, you know, as an actor in film, uh, on screen, that that part of promoting, that people are going to see what you've done. That that is for public consumption. Your inability to manage it or not want to hear it or not want to be, you know, in that, environment Mm -hmm. that's a personal issue that you're gonna have to figure out how to get over because you're the only one who has that issue meaning not you're the only actor that has that issue in fact actually pulling the curtain back this might come as a surprise you don't nobody really likes to hear their own voice no i think it's yeah i think you're kind of i think just biology has made it such yeah. that no one likes the sound of their own voice. And so, for example, when we replay our own stuff, we've had to kind of build the muscle of listening back to ourselves and trying not to judge and criticize everything that we hear back because we have to do it in order to get better at what we do. We yeah. have to listen to ourselves. So the point is this. In a, in a profession like that, you're going to be confronted with having to so hear get or right watch with yourself. It or don't do it. Deal is with what it. You're saying. You don't get to just throw a baby tantrum and march <laughs> off. I, I am it? so. This is so juvenile. I it makes me not like him, and that bothers me. Yeah. Sorry, I got real emotional. No, I'm glad you do, and I'm glad that you were able to um, illustrate them because some people have come out and said, and you know, when I when I saw this story, I was like, it bummed me out. A because I love Terry Gross, and yeah. I think that she is the easiest person to have a conversation with so i have a hard time believing that she would have done or said anything that was that that 
was unfair or unkind to him. Mm -hmm. So then when I read the story, um, you know, I read that this happened before and I was like, oh, well, they even went so far as to suggest that he, you know, that's kind. That's kind of them. Like, we know this is an issue for you. Hey, heads up. We're going to do this. So you might want to take your headphones off. There's no expectation that that they should have to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I saw some criticism and some people push back and say, well, it's a phobia. It's an anxiety. And they're exploiting his anxiety, and they should know better than to do that. To which I would say, okay, I don't think that that's the responsibility of Fresh Air and Terry Gross. No. To accommodate your, um, your, uh, what? Neuroses? I mean, well, I'm trying to be kind because I don't know if it is, in fact, let's, let's assume for the sake of this conversation that it's, um, part of an anxiety disorder yeah. okay but then it's incumbent upon you to make it clear what you are willing or not willing to do because an acceptable outcome to your earlier point um that was well made is that leaving in the middle of something you've committed to is not an acceptable solution right like that's not a positive outcome for anyone so it is incumbent upon you to make sure that you're managing that that's the responsibility of a person who has that disorder and i can say that as a person who has anxiety disorder same same that's not his or that's not their responsibility to accommodate it's his responsibility to advocate for himself exactly because again i don't think they did anything unfair or unkind. I think it was an overabundance of kindness that they gave him a workaround, which, again, to your point, he should be responsible for because, think about it this way, and again, I I feel like I should, in the interest of full disclosure, say also have an anxiety disorder. It is not It is not incumbent upon anybody else to make accommodations for my anxiety. No. If I'm on an airplane, <laughs> it is not the, it's not the, it's not the company's responsibility to make sure I have an anxiety free flight. I have to use my coping mechanisms that I've worked through in order to make that work. And it, and trust me, it can be crippling. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's a real thing. So I just wanted to be clear that like, because I, I, because then you see the people that are like, Oh, here we go again. And it's like, no, that's a real thing. Yeah. But in this case, that is not a real, that is not an acceptable way to behave as an adult. Yes. Walking out. And with that, the other thing I would like to point out in the case, and that's why I wanted to make him my D bag, Adam driver, leaving his fresh air interview is that he didn't give anyone a heads up. Mm-mm. He literally just left. And the producer's like, I have no idea where he went and has not responded since it is now, you know, the next day. And I, I just Googled cause yeah. you know, just to make sure. And he has still not responded. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And again, like I said, it makes me sad because I like him and I, it, but it makes me not like him. Yeah. I don't, I think that's disrespectful and, self-absorbed and ugh, gross. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to follow up on the view from yesterday, um, which was sort of a, another debaggy moment, and we're gonna maybe, it, there might be some debag in this moment Ooh, as well. Okay, sorry, it's happening. Just deal with it after this on My Talk 1071. Well, yesterday we told you about the latest dust-up on the view, and uh, well, they have confronted the conversation yet again on The View. 
in response to the dust up on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Uh, okay, so bring everybody up to speed, Trainer. Well, they responded to our conversation yesterday about their conversation uh, about them being hot messes. It's a report of the report. Yes. Well, they responded to our conversation yesterday about being those hot messes by shaming us. Mm -hmm. So I think we should listen to the clip and respond to the response of our response. Okay. So this, again, just to be clear, because I think I've been very clear, is a clip from The View today wherein they respond to the previous clip that we played yesterday. The previous clip we played yesterday made them look like fools, where they basically could not have an adult conversation with each other's others. With, with each other's with faces. With each other's faces as <laughs> professionals. And Whoopi started off. Let's listen. We're really passionate. This is our jobs. We come in, we talk to each other. Sometimes we're not as polite as we could be. That's just the way it is. But you're going to be dealing with the same thing when you sit around your table with your family and you don't agree. <laughs> or somebody says something and goes off the rails. This is, what, this is part of what we do. This is not an indication that women can't sit around and talk. This is not an indication that we don't know how to deal with each other on camera. This is happening in real time. Stuff happens on this show in real time, and everybody, you know, wherever you sit in all of this, don't assume that you that we're over here with little butcher knives under the table. All right, so that's that's you know, the main chunk of what she said. We could go on. It's like a three-minute clip. Mm-hmm. But when I first saw this clip, my instant reaction was, oh, my God, are you blaming us yeah. for the fact that you couldn't act like adults and we just pointed it out? Frankly, that was... That was our reaction yesterday. You remember the yeah. conversation we had yesterday was it's really depressing that all this show has been boiled down to, I think, thanks in large part to the producers and the people involved. They've made a calculation that this sells. Mm-hmm. It is not the media. It is not um, anybody else but them. Mm-hmm. And in fact, that's what we said right? as much yesterday. Right. So to then turn around and say, well, everybody does this and you would too. And this isn't anything other than what we're telling you it is, even though you can see that it's not that, is really disingenuous. Well, and my frustrated, like, the thing that makes me frustrated about that is, first of all, the shaming angle of, like, no, this is the kind of stuff that would happen around your dinner table at your house. I'm like, yeah, and that's why I don't need to tune into your show to get it, right? (laughs) Like, if I want dysfunction, I'll just hang out at home. Also, can we be real clear? I mean, are you talking to your family like this? Uh, That's another problem. Correct. Exactly. Okay. But I'm also not saying too, that families don't have drama, but I, if I talk to my mother like the way Whoopi talked to Megan and actually the other way around, right. the way Megan talks to Whoopi and anybody else on that show. No, thank you. That no. is not going over well no. at the family dinner table. But Mm-mm. to your point, we actually expect you to show us because that is, I think, the, the that was the promise initially. With the mm-hmm. view is that these women could be all these different things from different backgrounds and have a heartfelt conversation. Civil. But civil and heartfelt and emotional and passionate, that's okay. That was not passionate. That's just being rude. Like they were being repeatedly small, rude, and not uh, 
thoughtful with one another. What is, and also, you know, we, we don't get the benefit then of seeing the resolution. And I think that's the piece where, yes, surely if a, if a dispute arises at my own dysfunctional holiday table, we then resolve it, right? Yeah. But we didn't see that part. What we saw was tension, 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 go to commercial break, sell us some Charmin, dancing naked bears, uh, you know, a Dawn commercial, and then we're back. I mean, we did not get the benefit of seeing then how two women from different generations who have been locked in some sort of disagreement then resolve it like adults yeah and you know what i also love is that in the real world you would never have like yes sometimes sure there are uncomfortable conversations that people have emotional conversations that you might wish you had handled better that is true but that is not the norm Mm -hmm. that's not the expectation surely and that's not your best effort right like the the way she's like you're all doing it and it was just that turning it back. I was right. like, I don't feel like you learned anything. Well, and here's where, okay, so then I, I uh, cause I do have this, there's this little part of me that understands what we also have to remember is that Whoopi has a whole different perspective of it because she has the whole story. Yeah. She has the benefit of knowing how it was resolved, how they do, how they typically resolve that when it happens, maybe what they're being asked to do more of or less of. Exactly. She has the benefit of all of that. She sees things in all dimensions. Yep. We see the one-dimensional, what they're offering us on the television. So to shame us, then, for having an opinion about that... It's like, well, you showed up. Right, without all of the information. Now, I will say, like, you and I have maybe had... You know, those types of feelings when we've gotten some opposition from an emailer who maybe only saw part of what happened or heard part of what happened and is reacting to that. You know, you and I will get very defensive about that because we know the whole story. That said, there is something to be learned from. Okay, whoops, they didn't see all of this. Why might they be feeling that way? And then respond to that. Yeah. So I still land in the place where I think she was kind of being a D-bag in her response. Yeah. Let's, and can I, we lighten the mood a little bit? Can we just like... You know what we're going to do? What? When we come back on the what Colleen and Bradley do? show. Um, Holly's going to dig in that sack of old bits. And oh. she's going to re-gift some old audio of Colleen and Bradley. And we are not going to walk off Working the set hard. after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.